0: Hey cuties, welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast created to jumpstart your joy, supersize your soul and provide a sweet space for your own personal growth. I'm your host, Heidi B, certified food and body coach, life coach, personal trainer and owner of Joyfully B, where I'm obsessed with helping people win the food and body battle and reclaim their joy. I'll share with you stories of people who have shifted their junk to joy and struggles into celebrations to live a life that they love. Each episode is guaranteed to light and lift you up because on this show, we'll talk truth about topics that block us from living our best life, how to make your body your bestie, and tons of tasty tidbits to make your own cup of joy overflow. Believe it or not, I once lost my joy, but now it's back, and I'm here to help you find yours on the daily. As my mama bee always says, it's time to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Ready to start? Let's jam. So we have got a really nice juicy topic today. I'm gonna cover the topic and I entitled it, are you bullying or bestying your body? So I know as I went through my own personal battle with food in my body that I didn't even realize I had a problem for a really, really long time. And then when I realized that I was obsessing over food and dieting and just looking for the next quick fix, and trying to outrun my calories, and trying to outburn anything that I put in my body, I was like, huh, like, life can't, it can't be like this. Like, it can't have to be like this all the time. We're meant for better things things than this, right? So, when I was thinking about what to talk with you guys about today, I was thinking, well, what was I doing with my body? Was I bullying my body, or was I really trying to bestie my body? Was I trying to be friends with my body? And then I thought, well, what are the characteristics of friendship what does friendship look like so if we use our relationship to our bodies the same way that we use our relationships with our closest dearest friends that's the analogy that i'm going to use today and i really want this to sink in with you on a core level of as i describe these different characteristics of friendship i want you to think about the friendship with your best friend maybe your significant other somebody who you have this amazing connection with, right? Friendship, we all know what that means. And then I want you to think about, do I have that same relationship with this characteristic to my body? Being connected into my body, appreciating my body, all these things. So that's what we're gonna go through today. I listed out, I think, seven characteristics of what friendship means to me, and then I'm gonna transition into questions to make you think. Do, am I actually bullying my body or am I bestying my body? Because it's really important that we're besties our, uh, with our bodies. Otherwise, we can't create change. Point blank, we can't change something we hate. We just can't. So we need to heal the relationship to our bodies, be honest about where we're at. And once we're honest about where we're at with the relationship with our body and we heal that, then we can create change. So characteristics of friendships that I wrote down. And again, we're all relating all these characteristics to a friendship that we have, a best friend that we have. Think about that. And then think about, do I have that same relationship that I have with my friend, with my best friend, inside my own body inside my own being are you bullying or are you besting your body and at the end of this I want you guys to write down tell me are you bullying are you besting let's just be honest if you can say that you're bullying your body that's the first step to actually creating change it really is acknowledging where we at there's no shame there's no guilt in all of my coaching we talk really really deep about releasing shame releasing guilt releasing embarrassment it's just all part of it. And then once we can acknowledge where we're at, we can move through to the next place. So are you bullying or bestying? Here are the characteristics of friendship in my book. A great friend listens to you with love and compassion, right? They're there to hear you out, whatever you're going through. They're listening to everything that you're saying. They're taking it in. So my question to you is, when it comes to your body, can you hear and listen to what your body needs Or are you just forcing it to accept what you give it? Because if we're really, truly listening in to what our body needs, this morning I woke up and I used to wake up. So I'll give you an example. I used to wake up and go, my body doesn't know what it needs. I'm not going to listen to it. What it needs is for, coming from my brain, what it needs is for me to go run four miles. And if I don't run four miles, then it doesn't count. Then I'm a failure. Then it's not enough. I didn't have enough willpower today. Bullying. Bullying my body. But bestying my body now, having healed the relationship to food in my body, bestying my body, I wake up and I listen to my body. I'm really honest about it, you guys. This isn't a cheap way out to not move your body, to not nourish your body. This isn't an excuse. This isn't a cheap way out. But to really listen to this morning, did I want to run? Did I want to bike? Did I want to swim? How did I want to move my body? It wasn't you're not going to move your body today. It was, how do I want to move my body? Well, I wanted to meditate and be still for a little while. And then I decided, you know what? I don't want to move my body right now in the morning. I want to move it later today when I'm going to watch the sunset. That's what felt really good. That's what a, a bestie in your body looks like. So are you listening to your body? The second characteristic of bullying versus bestieing is true friends believe in you. They believe in you. They they believe, and, and sometimes more than ourselves, right? Sometimes our friends can see more and believe more in ourselves than we do. So uh, what talk is in your head? What about your body is in your head? Do you believe that your body is strong? Do you believe that your body is amazing? Do you believe that this meat suit is waking up every day, allowing you to walk down the street drive your car, squeeze your kids, climb the stairs? Like, do you believe that this thing is supporting you and that it's beautiful and that it's amazing? Or are you blaming your body? Are you waking up and are you saying, you know, just a bunch of beliefs that are crap? Uh, I'm not enough. If only I could have the willpower. I kind of screwed that up yesterday. Do you believe that you're weak? Do you believe that you're not enough? Do you believe that you're not doing enough? Are you bullying your body using your brain and your beliefs? Because we can't change, we can't create sustainable transformation through changing our behaviors. We have to create, we have to change the belief system. If we don't change what we believe about ourselves, then we're never going to be able to create long-term sustainable transformation. So a lot of people go down the route of trying to get on the next meal plan Trying to get on the next fitness plan, trying to change their behaviors because it's easier to change your behavior than it is to change your belief about what you're thinking. So, I teach this in all my coaching of how to actually shift and change your beliefs instead of your behaviors. But it's all about beliefs. So, are you as a friend, are you being a bestie to your body? Are you telling it the beliefs that are true and that are kind? Or are you bullying your body and just blaming and shaming and sending a bunch of crappy beliefs to it? You would never do that to your best friend, right? You would never do that to your best friend. So why are we doing it to our bodies? We have to befriend our bodies. The third characteristic of a great friendship is they create appointments and show up for us, right? A great friendship, a great friend isn't going to say like, hey, Hey Heidi, I'll meet you at the coffee shop at 2 o'clock every Tuesday and then every Tuesday at 2 o'clock they just don't show up. Would you keep that friendship? Would you think that that was a nice friend? Heck no! A great friend creates the appointment and they show up. So are you making time to support yourself? Are you making time for your body or are you flaking on the dates and breaking that reliability? The body sees any break and breach in appointments that you set for yourself we set these things like, I'm going to set my alarm for 6.30 a.m. and then we hit snooze. It's a breach in reliability. And once we breach that reliability, we create uncertainty and the body begins to think that we can't trust ourselves. The body begins to think that we're not going to show up for ourselves. So it's really important that we create appointments, be that self-care time. Adults need timeouts too, right? Adults need timeouts. So, are you bullying your body and breaking your appointments with yourself time and time again blasting yourself with uncertainty breaking that trust cycle or are you bestying your body and showing up for the appointments that you create for yourself we have to create the only way to create trust is to take action on the things that we deserve and desire for ourselves and actually show up for it and to make deposits into our trust evidence bank. I'm not going to dive into that today. We do that in the coaching. So anyways, we're talking about are you bullying or bestying your body and the characteristics of bullying and bestying your body, relating it back to a really great relationship that you have with your best friend. Would your best friend break your appointments? Heck no. If they do time and time again, if they're flaking on you, you should probably get rid of that friend right? Right? All right. So the fourth characteristic of a really great friendship is they play with us. Like, and I'm talking, let's bring this back to when we were little and we go on playdates. We go on playdates. They play with us. And are you introducing playfulness? So, So the beautiful thing about children is they give themselves permission. They're fearless. They give themselves permission to play, to be silly, to be creative, to have freedom. They don't worry about what other people are thinking. They just show up and they want to be friends with you and they want to have playdates. So are you giving yourself time and permission to be silly, 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 to find those creative outlets, to give yourself freedom, to be fearless, to show up unapologetically, 100% yourself? Are you bestieing in that way or are you bullying and staying so stuck In the serious cycle, are you making your body ashamed of being expressed? Are you making your body ashamed of, ooh, don't say that, don't do that, that will look stupid, that will look stupid, don't take a chance, don't do that, you'll look silly, ooh, they're gonna think that I'm weird if I do that, oh, no one's gonna like that I do this hobby, I can't share that out, I'll just do it in private. We have to learn to play with ourselves. Like be kind to yourselves. Be silly with yourself. Be creative. If you're stuck in the serious cycle all day long, life's going to feel hard. Life's going to feel like it's sticky. So we have to learn to befriend our bodies, bestie our bodies, and let ourselves be expressive in all sorts of ways. Otherwise, the energy gets stuck. So the fifth characteristic uh, of a bestie versus bullying your body is our best friends cheer us on and they lift us up. They're our biggest fans, our biggest cheerleader. Are you finding ways to regularly respond positively when shit hits the fan? That's the key here, is every time shit hits the fan, do you know how to support yourself in a loving, compassionate way to just go, okay, that is what it is. Can you respond? Can you, can you be your best cheerleader? Can you lift yourself up? Or are you constantly causing chaos doubt and frustration in the body are you bullying your body every time shit hits a fan are you just like dang it screwed up again things are out of control i'm so freaking stressed it's so it's so crazy i don't know how to do anything better not try that again are you bullying yourself or are you your biggest fan are you your biggest cheerleader because Your bestie wouldn't tell you that your bestie wouldn't cause chaos wouldn't cause overwhelm wouldn't cause doubt wouldn't cause frustration so find ways to bestie yourself lift yourself up and cheerlead yourself we can't rely on everybody else to always lift us up we have to take radical responsibility and do that for ourselves the sixth way is we invest in our growth our friends invest in our growth they want to see us flourish they want us to see us grow they want to see us get bigger and brighter and better and so they show up to support us so are you invested in experiences that nurture you and grow you or or that's the bestie part or are you stuck in a busy brain and body closed off to self self self-development and self-discovery are you telling yourself i'm not gonna try any of that that sounds too crazy that's not gonna work No one's ever going to accept me in that community. You guys, I had to work really, really hard at allowing myself to move into self-development and move into self-discovery and welcome in, invest in myself, in coaching, in mentors, in conferences, in girl pods, in girl communities, in tribes. Yes, I spent money and it was worth every freaking penny every time that I did because I grew myself. And if you're not growing yourself, you're going to look back a year from now and go, I'm in the same spot. I'm sorry. You just are. You just are. So our besties invest in ourselves, invest in our growth, and our bullies keep us stuck and paralyzed through doubt and fear. So are you investing in yourself? Are you bullying your bestie? And then the last one is acceptance. Our friends accept us just the way that, that we are, right? Do you look at your friends And you're not friends with them because the way that they look? I don't. I don't. You have to accept people where they're at right now. We're all flawed. Nobody's perfect. We're all gonna have times where we're just kind of a hot mess. And we're all gonna have times where we're really, really bright and we're really, really incredible and we're really, really inspiring. So are you looking in the mirror? Can you look in the mirror? Question number one. I know when I was going through food and body, oh, bad stuff. When I was going through healing the relationship to food in my body, I couldn't even look in the mirror. Or I would look and I'd be like, oh. Or I would look and then I would look and I'd be like, Ugh, uh, uh, uh. Poking, prodding, pressing. That's bullying. If you can't look at those eyes, those big, beautiful eyes in the mirror and love what you see, and take the towel off after the shower and go, you look amazing. You are strong. You are confident. You are beautiful. This incredible body supports you every single day. Then we're struggling. If you look in there and you're poking and you're prodding and you're shaming and you're blaming and you're saying, well, you know, we'll get there someday. We just need more willpower. We can do better than that. You better hit the gym. You better do more sit-ups. Are you bullying or are you bestying? Can you accept where you're at right now? It's our responsibility to be emotionally fit. And I know that that phrase might come as a new term for some of you, but I coach women and men how to be emotionally fit. A lot of people sign up for a personal trainer to change their exterior. A lot of people sign up for nutritionists to try to figure out the proper calculation to shift and change, again, their physical being. Some people do it to nourish, and that's the way that it should be handled. But unless we train ourselves emotionally and work from the inside out, the rest doesn't matter. So this is why I wanted to leave acceptance for the last piece. We do not get to choose the vessel that we are born in. We don't get to choose. That's why we look around the world and everybody is in a different body and is different. We're all uniquely different. So it doesn't matter all these food and fitness plans that people are going on. Yes, there's been science and research around different calculations and proven results in every single way that you can do things, but you can't compare yourself to anyone else. What works for someone else may not work for you. And in fact, not only do we not get to choose the body that we're born with, so you better accept the body that you're in, but we don't get to choose what happens to the body that we're in. We get to do a really good job waking up and showing up and nurturing and supporting and loving our bodies from the inside out and also nourishing it, right, through food, through movement, but... The thing is, long-term, shit happens. I was watching a TV show yesterday, and accidents and unexpected things happen. This woman became paralyzed instantly. You guys have heard these stories before. We think it's never going to happen to us. She didn't get to choose that she can no longer walk. And her body is beautiful just the way that it is. We don't get to choose that we're aging. All of us are aging. So you better learn to love this meat suit that you're in right now the way that it is because if you can't love and accept it right now, it's never going to support you through change and it's going to change. So ladies and gentlemen, whoever you are, when we get old, our boobs are going to sag. When we go through menopause, weight's going to fluctuate up and down. When we go through aging process, men and women, we're going to get wrinkles, We're gonna sag, things are gonna happen. So we have to love where we're at right now in these bodies so that as our bodies shift and change for stronger or weaker or whatever shit life decides to throw at these physical vessels, we're good with it. We can continue to respond to life in a positive way, in a loving way. We can continue to live out our dreams regardless of what our body can do every single day. These bodies are just a container for our emotions. They're a container for our soul, for our heart, for our minds. They're just skin holding in the emotions. So if we're not emotionally fit, life doesn't matter. We got to work with what we've got right now so that when you're emotionally fit, you feel like you wanna move your body and be stronger. You feel like you want to nourish your body and care for your body the best way possible. I promise you that. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I sat and watched my friend's five-year-old daughter's funeral two weeks ago, five years old. Life's not guaranteed. So let's not waste another minute bullying these beautiful meat suits. That's what my coach calls it. I love that idea. These beautiful meat suits these beautiful vessels, these beautiful containers that are just allowing us to feel, that are allowing us to enjoy life, allowing us to create memories and experiences with one another. Don't paralyze yourself through judging your body, through blocking your body. People and your friends love your energy and your soul. That's another thing that this beautiful vessel and container holds is your energy. Can you feel my energy today? Do you want more of it? Do you want to be surrounded by it? I promise you if I came on today and I was feeling like a piece of crap and I was just like, hey guys, you guys like like your body or what? I mean, you might want to like it and you might, uh, no, you'd be like, I don't want to come on and watch that girl. That's, what is that? My friends love me for my energy. For my soul not for the fact that i have blonde hair or red hair or wear fitness clothes or wear whatever i feel comfortable in it doesn't matter what's on the outside and i know that we taught we're taught this growing up but something happens when we evolve as grown-ups where we go oh that's not true oh that's not true oh that's not true i'm smarter now i can see through comparison syndrome I can see that other people on their Instagram are more successful because they're more beautiful. I can see that these people have these things because they're wearing extensions and lashes. I can see that these people's lives are better. You guys, the social media streams are fake. They're not fake, but they're not the real deal. They're the highlight reel. They're the highlight reel. So stop comparing yourself to everybody else out there. They don't have their shit together. They don't. And what I hope to do through my business, Joyfully Be, and through these lives and through this podcast and through everything, every other platform that I do is to help people be emotionally fit to help them heal their relationship to food and their body so we no longer live in this place of fear and scarcity so we can live our best lives so we can find joy so we can access happiness bliss and all that we deserve and desire so freaking easily so we can respond to life in a loving compassionate way and enjoy everything that we get to reap out of it so the last thing that I want to say on this bullying versus bestieing thing is uh, I don't know why I, I had this thought last night but you know a lot of people will try to respond to their bodies by trying to fix it through procedures right and I'm not talking that you went through something very traumatic burn victims all that kinds of things and you're seeking cosmetic support for what you need I'm not talking about that I'm not talking about that what I'm talking about is when we can accept our bodies and the shift and changes that they're going through so I know that I'm going to get wrinkles and guess what I'm not gonna get Botox. I'm not gonna do the things. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna continue to make my body strong through natural progress, through the natural ways. Because here's why because I know that memories come through um, experiences that I have. So instead of spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on products and procedures and things to change what I've got, I'm gonna spend that money on experiences with people that I love. I'm not gonna spend one cent of my dollars trying to change this body that I've got, right? I'm going to spend my money traveling the world, creating long-lasting memories with the people who accept me the way that I am right now. It's such a beautiful, freeing thing when you can bestie your body and make decisions from a place of love instead of bullying and making decisions out of a place of fear. So I just ask you, are you bullying or are you bestying? And I invite everybody to explore the growth that comes with emotional fitness. Don't forget about that piece. It really isn't something that's out live in society right now. People aren't talking about it quite a lot. We've been talking a lot about mindfulness and, and yogi practices for years, things like that. Meditation is starting to come around and find a space. And there's a place for trainers and nutritionists And wellness gurus they're all absolutely incredible absolutely incredible you guys know a lot of you know I was I've been a personal trainer for years I'm still a certified personal trainer I just don't practice really anymore because I truly believe in emotional fitness I truly believe that we need to work the inside first and then we jump into personal training then we jump into fitness but we have to learn how to move our bodies from a place of love first and then when we know that we're coming from a place of love let's do that when we know that we're coming from a place of love then let's be curious more about the foods that support our body because we love our bodies not because we're scared not because we're having fat fears right so are you bullying or bestying I'd love to hear from you drop it in I'm starting my group coaching in March we're taking people on a five-month journey to create that emotional Fitness for your life, sustainable transformation. It's gonna be absolutely epic, absolutely stunning. My one-on-one coaching is open right now. So if you're interested in that, give me a jingle. But group coaching is gonna be so radically amazing. Anyways, most of all I just want to hear from you. I wanna know how this sat with you, how this uh, live went with you, if it made you think different things, if it made you, if it triggered you. What are you really thinking? Are you bullying or bestieing? I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your feedback. If you're watching this on a replay, still leave comments. I dive in later. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, leave a review, leave comments, leave questions. I love hearing from you guys. So have a great, great weekend, weekday, whenever you're watching this, listening to this. And love yourselves healthy. Mwah. To learn more about Cup of Joy, the podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.